The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. Speaking of interviews, we got a really great one for you later today, so you got to stick around. Uh, another great show for you. Of course, I'm Robin Ayers, your host, and I'm happy to be with you guys Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Shout out to Andy again. Hit us with another banger. Thank you so much. That's that Friday energy. It's Friday energy, and I really like that. So, um, listen, you guys can call in. You know, you're more than welcome to. You can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580 if you want to get in on any of these conversations today. Uh, we are specifically breaking down one particular person. All of these topics are about one particular person. You may have seen it on the thumbnail. Um, so feel free to chime in. If you want to uh, go over to our YouTube chat, you can do that, too. That's a special thing. I like I really like the community that we're building over here. Shout out to the community over here in our YouTube that's KBLA 1580 on YouTube and all of our social media platforms. You can find me at Robin Ayers on all of my social media platforms as well. And um, let's see, do I have some updates for you? There has been a lot going on. No lie. There's been a lot going on in the entertainment business, but just in the world in general. Happy birthday to Fantasia. I love Fantasia. I actually just put up a post about Fantasia, giving some insight. I don't know if you guys know, but one time, once upon a time, many, many years ago, I auditioned for American Idol and I passed several. <laughs> I'm sorry. The way Andy is looking at me. <laughs> the way Andy just looked at me through the through the window, y'all, was really funny because I don't know. What, what's the look about Andy? <laughs> I mean, you you second guessing my skills or what? Low key, I am. <laughs> I just I've, I've never heard you sing. I've never I've never heard. That's you okay. Hum. You don't need. That's not my career no more. That's not my ministry. However, if I passed several rounds of auditions, you gotta know the girl can sing, Andy. And hey, you know, I don't know. You don't give me like singer vibes, you which know is fine. Saying? Like I said, I've I've you know my trajectory is different now. So you know you know. Listen, I'm in the middle of a story. It's just the way you, you look at me. I'm sorry, but was your audition, was it televised? It was not televised. Oh, that's weak. Because <laughs> you know I was going to go down YouTube so, Search it up. I know, I know. Uh, it was very interesting. Um, however, the point of the story is that I did audition for American Idol. I made it past three rounds before. It's a long story. But I gave props to Fantasia in a, in a photo that we had together because she did it too. And she actually won. So shout out to Fantasia and her uh, happy birthday to her. And uh, Chloe Bailey, who I just gave a lot of hell to recently. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, I really like Chloe Bailey. Um, she will be on the next uh, Tiny Desk. I'm actually excited to hear her do that because I'm a fan of her as a person. Um, I think she's a sweet person, but I, I, I like where she's going in her, um, in her artistry, in her career as well. So shout out to both of them. Andy, can we just, I'm going to break down. Let's break down what the Rob Report actually is today. Now it's time for a breakdown. All right. All right. So this whole thing is about Jada. The whole thing is about Jada. And Jada, <laughs> I, she's a mom. First of all, I am such a girl fan of Jada. I've always been. But we're talking about Jada and some things that her son has revealed. We're talking about the fact that Red Table Talk looks like it's about to be popping soon. And we're also talking about a memoir that she says that she is going to be releasing 
uh, this fall. So we're going to talk about that on the other side with our entertainment contributor. We have a, a bunch of things going on. We have a special guest calling in who's going to help us break down and get some understanding about one of these topics. And then, like I told you, we have a beautiful interview coming up a little bit later with an artist named BB. I'm very excited to talk to her as well. So you guys just stay right there. It's about to get real good. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Like I mentioned, so much going on, so much to talk about, but I'm not here to do it alone. I have my girl over here with me uh, as my entertainment contributor for the day. You all know her. Stephanie O is back in the building with the Raw Report. How are you today? I'm back. I'm good. How are you today? I am fantastic. I'm loving the brown hair. Thank you. It's it's, it's really working for (laughs) you. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I'm so glad that you came back today. Uh, you you offer a lot of great insight when it comes to a lot of the things we talk about, right? And uh, it's exciting to talk about this one particular person, which is Jada Pinkett oh, Smith. Jada. I love Jada, um, but this is very interesting. Yes. I, I would like to open this conversation up. We hear now that uh, Jaden Smith, her son, has revealed that he has done psychedelics, tried psychedelics, and he was actually introduced to it by his own mom, Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm -hmm. And from what he says, this was her thing, right? She was doing it all, and then it sort of trickled down, and it was introduced to the family. We also know that Will Smith and his amazing book by the way I don't know if you've read it but I was I listened to it as an audiobook and I was so intrigued so I read it along with me listening to it and it was even more entertaining but at one point in his book he talked about all the trauma that he had gone through in his life and at one point he uh, opened up about the fact that he did try uh, ayahuasca a psychedelic and it was life-changing for him so I don't know if Jaden is expressing how help. I mean, he he has talked about the the benefits of of his experience. And by the way, he did not specify which psychedelic. He just said that overall, right? Um, give me your particular thoughts. We have a guest that's going to call in and help mm. us break down the benefits of of what we're talking about right now. But I just want to get your overall thoughts on this, Stephanie. Yeah. So um, I I did read that he opened up about it. I think he was at some type of conference uh, pertaining to psychedelics. So he was speaking on his experience and he said that his mother introduced the family to it. Um, He was very specific about now Jada has mentioned before that she did. uh, She started using psychedelics about 10 years ago and they were life changing for her. Mm. Um, And he said that, it, like you said, it was her thing. And he, he was very specific to say for a very long time, it was her thing. So it was really, you know, it, it's a matter of determining if she introduced it to them in a way that now I know what a psychedelic is mm. because my mom was doing it. Or, you know, it, he never really said whether she tried them, tried psychedelics with. But I will say that, you know, whatever people do in their home, they do in their home. Sure. So, <laughs> so you know, yes. there are some people who smoke weed with their parents or they drink with their parents. And um, like I said, he didn't specify whether he was doing them with her mm. or whether he just knew about them because of her. But, um, you know, I, I personally don't do psychedelics and probably never will 
only because I am a punk. I am scared. (laughs) I am scared that it will unlock something in my mind that I do not, some repressed feeling that I don't want to feel. So So you're afraid of what it could possibly bring out. Oh, that or I don't want to have a bad trip. Okay. You know, so one of the two, but not in a way that I'm afraid I'm going to overdose or anything crazy. Mm -hmm. No, I just, I don't want to feel, you know. I would prefer not to feel so sure but for them you know like Jaden said it it was beneficial to him it was therapy for him and really helped him uh deal with situations that he was having with his siblings um in terms of how they you know coexisted together so mm-hmm. more power to you if you do psychedelics and however it makes you feel and do that that's amazing for you I'm not doing it but I don't judge you just I don't do it because I am scared. <laughs> you know what, though? Um, from what I hear, I think most people will feel that way, especially if it's just something completely foreign. The concept of it is even completely foreign to you. Something that will help you tap into these uh, these traumas. It's sort of this yeah. whole like esoteric concept, yeah. right? We just can't grasp really what and it will do. tapping into trauma, do I want to? I don't know if I'm there yet. Right. Well, I, <laughs> from what I understand, and because I actually years ago had gone on a on a whole rabbit hole behind this because I heard someone talking about it. I forget who, but I was like, what is it about it that people are so intrigued with and all of these wonderful things that people have said and most of them, what the, the ones that I looked into were saying they had to get to a certain place in life before uh they needed something they needed something and they needed to confront some things in their own life to overcome it but I I don't think there's any better person really to talk about this Mm. than someone who I've got calling in right now I do want to continue to have a conversation Um, she is undeniably redefining the boundaries of mental health and self-exploration as a visionary and woman of color she has become a leader in the field of psychedelic assisted therapy with groundbreaking work in the ceremonial uh, psychedelic She's an author, mental health and healing advocate, and multi-psychedelic therapist and integration specialist. Please welcome (laughs) Phoenix White to the Raw Report. Phoenix, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you can call in because... Honestly, uh, we hear so much about psychedelics. Obviously, this is a topic um, I'm I'm even asking in our YouTube right now. Would you introduce Mm -hmm. your kids to psychedelics if you knew that it could heal them? And I think when you put it in that way, you know, Jada, Jada Pinkett maybe introduced her kids to it because she knew possibly I'm I'm, this is all speculation, but possibly that it could heal them. So. We're asking you, Phoenix. You're you're the one who knows about yeah. this more than anybody. Can you break down what psychedelics are and allegedly it's pos- it's uh, they're allegedly um, uh, experienced with ayahuasca specifically. So help us break this down, okay. Phoenix. Yeah. So one, based off of having like your kids and in- introducing your kids to it, I think it's powerful. Mm. You know, I've introduced my son to it as well. My son actually helps facilitate at my ceremony. And so, and he's 17 right now. Yeah. So if it wasn't something that I felt like was beneficial or safe that, or that could help him in his life, I would have never done it for myself, let alone for my kid. Wow. So it, it is something that I think is very powerful for families, especially families of color. I feel like this is something that, you know, other demographics have 
already known of or used, but it it was used wrong. And so I think that psychedelics had gotten a really bad rap. And then when it trickled down to our culture, it's like everybody's so afraid of it. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was also especially as a person who had had brain surgery twice. I was a new mom at the time. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want anything that's messing with my brain. I don't like drugs. I don't like this. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Mexico <clears throat> and I started working with shamans and, you know, people from indigenous cultures that, you know, taught me about the sacredness of it outside of the scientific parts of it that I learned the sacred parts of it and how it's been used for centuries since like the beginning of time, how it's been used throughout history mm-hmm. is powerful. And I think for our, our culture, mm-hmm. it's like a life hack. Mm, a life and hack. Because it's a life hack because my ceremonies, like it's like seven years worth of therapy work that's being done in just one ceremony. I've seen some powerful and profound stuff happen. And it's, it's something that I couldn't have done just coaching clients. Okay, it can you sure and and everything you're saying is actually eye opening. I I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't know to call it a life hack, even though I've I've now mm-hmm. looked at many people talking about their experiences with it. But can you break down exactly what a psychedelic is? Because some people are like, I'm not some. We're, we're looking at YouTube right now, and Terry Tari says uh, LSD is a bad trip. I mean, you know what I mean. We're talking about all different kinds of <laughs> drugs here, and and different. And maybe it's not even considered a drug, although it's illegal. A lot of of uh, in a lot of places in the states. So, what exactly is a psychedelic? Can you break down what ayahuasca really is? And I know you have experience with other yeah. ones as well. So, there's different kinds of um, psychedelics. I choose to only use psychedelics that are all natural. Okay. So, when I say all natural, I call them plant medicine. I don't call them drugs. And so, I call drugs things that are altered and chemically created. Okay. For me, I use plant medicine, and plant medicine just comes from the earth. So that's the difference for me. So would that be considered, um, uh, and I'm sorry to cut you off, because I just want to get some no, understanding. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, with mushrooms, you know, we've heard about people having <laughs> trips and uh, their hallucinogens yeah. um, in mushrooms. Is it, Even though that's a plant or um, uh, come straight from the earth, yeah. would that be considered like a plant medicine? Could it be? Yes. Because that's what I facilitate. That's what I really specialize in is the mushroom ceremony. Oh, okay. Um, but I'll, I'll answer your first question. Yeah. <laughs> so psychedelic basically, it produces a, a chemical that creates like profound alterations in perception, cognition, and consciousness, right? So it, it, it pretty much induces like really intense sensory and emotional experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it can have hallucinations, altered perceptions, and a sense of expanded awareness. For me, and that's just a scientific version of it, but from a person who actually is a facilitator, I have seen it profoundly change lives. So what I've seen it do is I've seen it open up people's minds and creativity. I've seen it heal people who have had PTSD. I've had veterans that come to my ceremonies that are like, wow, I've been on all kinds of medication and this has saved my life. Um, What it does is it allows, it binds to the serotonin receptors in your brain. And so it creates new neural pathways. So it, it's like having an issue that you only see like one way to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas on psychedelics, it opens up a hundred new ways for mm-hmm. you to solve that problem. So then the problem sort of shrinks. It, it allows you to get to the core of the issues of things that may not even be in your conscious mind, but more in your subconscious that you don't know what the issue is or where it's coming from, but it's, it's able to 
to give you the answers and the clarity of like what's been hurting you, where you need healing, what what kind of work you need to do in yourself, what kind of clarity you need. It it increases um, empathy. It increases gratitude. It increases your connection with whatever your source is. Hmm. You know, like I, I don't um, I don't get into like religion when I'm facilitating ceremonies or my personal. Um, values when it comes to that mm -hmm. but it's whatever you feel like is your source even if it's coming face to face with yourself right it enhances all of that it mm -hmm. gives you so much clarity um let me have change lives sure. like it's just powerful so let me ask you um a mm -hmm. lot of people are afraid of it Right. And I'm sure you could understand right. why um, maybe there's just not yeah. enough research on it or people think that they're going to have a bad trip or something <laughs> like that, because we've heard those experiences, too. Um, is there a, a bad way or what can people experience? Can you sort of guarantee the experience of a psychedelic uh, use when you're in a safe space like a ceremony? I have never. <clears throat> so. To answer your question, yes, there is such thing as a bad trip and doing it the wrong way, and that's with anything. You can you can use it for good or you can use it in the wrong way, okay. and it can be very bad for you. If you do not know what you're doing and you don't know how much you're taking, if you don't understand your body's limits, if you're not with a certain therapist or somebody who is going to be a facilitator that's going to guide you along that journey, it could be awful. Mm. Okay. Do you but, recommend? Oh, go, go. You finish your thought. But when you're in the state, I have never, I've done, uh, I don't know, maybe I've had at least over 200 people come to my ceremonies, maybe 300. I've never had one person have a bad trip. Okay. So let me ask you briefly, because uh, we, we're running out of time, because this is really good information. Okay. And actually, I want people <laughs> yeah. to, uh, if they're interested in more, I want people to follow you to get some more information. But do you recommend <laughs> that everybody try an ayahuasca ceremony uh, experience. Would you recommend that? No. No. Okay. That's interesting. What, what, who, who make, who's the right why. candidate? Yeah. Who's the right candidate? Because there's different things. That, like for me, I, you have to do an intake form to come to my ceremonies. Okay. I have to know like what kind of medication you're taking. I have to know if you're schizophrenic. I have to know if you have bipolar disorder. I have to know like different things that any sort of psychedelic or stimulant can cause an adverse effect in. It's not for everybody. I feel like it's something mm. that you need to be called. I don't think that everybody should just be doing psychedelics. I think as profound and how much of an advocate I am for it, it is not for everybody. Now, with that being said, microdosing could be for everybody. Microdosing doesn't have a psychedelic effect. It's a very low dose that also has, you know, like helps with um, mood. You know, it helps with energy, clarity, focus. Um, you, you know, things like that, that it helps with where you don't have that psychedelic um, effect that you have when you do a full trip. Phoenix, this is fascinating. Okay, this is fascinating. But <laughs> I want I would love to have a more in-depth conversation with you um, surrounding this entire topic at some point yeah. in the near future. Sure. Can you let everybody know where they can find you or get more information about you, your ceremonies, maybe attend one in the future? Let everybody know. My ceremonies, 
you can go to thesacredcelestial.com to attend a ceremony with me and my, my team. Or you can also follow me on Instagram, which is at Phoenix White, or on LinkedIn, which is also Phoenix White. You are amazing. Thank you so much for calling in. I know it was last minute, but we needed no, some understanding, okay. Phoenix. No, we needed the, we needed the info. <laughs> we appreciate yeah. you so much. Um, you are beautiful. I thank appreciate you. you and enjoy the rest of your night, okay? You too. All right. Bye. Thank you. Wow. Okay. So you got some understanding, Stephanie. I did. Okay. All right. So did I. A little I'm bit. I'm leaning a little bit more into it, but still. Okay. Like, <laughs> That's fair. I think it's fair. And I think, like she said, um, you have to be called to it. And, you know, maybe it's not for everyone. So those people who are like, I'm too afraid or just don't really want to be involved, maybe it's just not for you. Uh, briefly, Jada mentioned that she's coming out with her memoir. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to go on tour. Mm-hmm. First of all, do you think that you would read the book? And do you think you would uh, go to the I- to read Will Will's first. Okay. The way you hype it, I, I, I am interested. I'm all about Will's book. I'm all about it. It is really is it's really like that. Um I'm interested how much she's gonna open up in um in her memoir and simultaneously she's gonna be doing her red table talk. I know we have mm-hmm. a lot more to look forward uh from that. So are you a fan of Red Table Talk? I like Red Table Talk. I like okay. it especially the way it started. Um, but I, I kinda like where it goes. So yeah, so I think um, it's just interesting. She, Like I said, I've been a fan of Jada for a very, very long time mm-hmm. since I was young. And, um, you know, her star was so big and so bright. Her celebrity was so big and so bright. But I definitely think the more you open up and you start to share information about yourself, you share information about, you know, your family and things, uh, it begins to, to make us feel like we can access you a little bit more and that could be good maybe not you know it's a definitely a catch-22 it's a catch-22 exactly um when we come forward maybe maybe we'll touch on the subject a little bit more but i we also have a wonderful interview coming up with grammy award-winning songwriter and artist bb um i'm looking forward to having that conversation still here with our contributor stephanie oh you know she ain't going she ain't leaving the raw report right now nowhere to go (laughs) right now we have news traffic and sports you guys stay right there you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on the Raw Report. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, having a really great conversation and one that I never thought I'd be having this conversation here on this show, but I gl- I'm very glad that I am. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Jada Pinkett Smith, whom her son, Jaden Smith, says introduced her family to psychedelics. And, and I want to be clear, we don't know everything about what they've shared, how Correct. it went down. We don't know all that Correct. information. So all of this, majority of it is is speculative, right? We don't know if she was like, here, son, <laughs> come do it with me, son. According to him, she was just on psychedelics. Like she, that was her thing. And, um, and I, I guess at some point maybe introduced it to them, but it sort of trickled down according to Jaden Smith. Uh, we do know that Will Smith also tried it now will in his book and i i know you're gonna read the book it's no just spoilers. that good I'm I, I'm <laughs> well i already gave you one big one but I'm it's joking. it's um uh it's a really really good read it's a it's probably an even better listen because mm-hmm. it's a you know audiobook and he narrates it um will smith talks about his entire experience with it and after having gone through so many things in his own life, he said that he was like, let me just go and try it. And he he went and went ahead and did it. And um, 
it was life changing yeah. for him as well, you know. Yeah. And so I'm looking here on YouTube and it's funny. It's interesting. 60% of you say, no, you would not introduce your kids to psychedelics if you knew it would heal them. And, and 40% say yes. And I, I see the numbers shifting and, you know, depending upon who is voting. But it's, it's so interesting. The more we tap in to our kids, what would you do if you knew your kids were going through some traumas? If you knew that uh, you didn't want to go a traditional route of like heavy, you know, drugs, medicine, that type of thing. Mm. But you knew that this could very possibly help them tap in and overcome. Would you be willing to do it? Andy, you wanted to jump in? Yeah, if your doctor prescribed it, you would have no questions about it. Mm. I'm with them on that <laughs> Mic one. drop. Okay. I'm with them on that one. My yeah. son, um, he's a 19-year-old young man. I've put him in therapy before. He didn't know he was in therapy. He thought it was just a male mentor. Mm. So someone he could just talk to and get guidance from. He didn't realize it was a therapist the whole time. Wow. But, you know, he expressed that he was just having issues. And especially this generation, you know, with the pandemic. And, yes. I, you know, there's just a lot. And I probably would introduce it to them at, he, like I said, he's 19. Around that age versus older, like myself, when I've gone through God knows how much that I'm probably mm. trying to blank out right now <laughs> yes so he has less trauma to unpack right. right now so yeah i'm with andy if if a doctor prescribed it um said everything's everything's good under doctor's orders mm. in doctor supervision i would 100 for for my child for um, your child for me i'm like let me figure out my life before i do it <laughs> because i may unpack some things i wasn't trying to talk about <laughs> sure i get that no i definitely and we all have them we all have these things that are deeply buried in us um probably in our dna at this point mm -hmm. you know um not just mentally but literally it in parts of your bodies because what i hear is that your body holds on to certain traumas i'm sure yeah they actually have um special massages for that type of thing that make you cry that make you cry and they'll press on certain I don't areas need that. I don't need that. You Cry. Like, stay away from everything. Just, my, let me bottle my emotions in peace. <laughs> it's none of your business, ma'am, sir. It's none of your business. Get away from me. I hear that. I hear that. Um, but like you, our kids, I have twins, as you know, who they started their high school year in the pandemic mm -hmm. online. Uh, they, they were one day they were in eighth grade and the, the school is saying, hey, pack your uh, your backpacks you'll be gone for maybe two weeks or three weeks and they never go back to school they never see those friends again then it's all hard. of a sudden you're in high school online so absolutely the 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 pandemic just did a whole it did a number on of adults I think on, on on us as adults so, so kids. <laughs> sure so my husband and i we were like well we're going to get them in therapy. We're just, we have to, we got to do something about this. So uh, I definitely agree, but it's interesting. The more I think about it, especially us black people, we are so skeptical about everything. And then we always sort of fall back on let Jesus take it, give, mm -hmm. give you know, <laughs> Jesus take the will, pray about it, and then you'll get over it. And that's not always the and answer. Sometimes when we pray about it, we only hear the answer we want to hear. That's true. And we're not because this could be the prayer. You're telling me go do some psychedelics. That could be the prayer that I was asking for. And I'm just like, oh, no, girl. You know, <laughs> so it's like we only take the part that we want. We're not totally open and to receiving it. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Um, I think the fact that this has been revealed by Jaden only adds to 
the the narrative that the family is strange. The family is non-traditional. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of different things that a lot of us haven't. Um, Pretty Brown Mimi in our YouTube says, how much more should Jada share? She's talking about on the uh, in her memoir as well as the Red Table Talk. Yeah. She says they've had an open marriage and they take psychedelics and they've overshared. Did they say they had an open marriage, though? Did they ever say? I th- I think it was alluded to. It was alluded, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it was. I al- heard that. Many people obviously have said it for years. And once they found out about August Alsina and um, allegedly Will having mm-hmm. something, you know, they, they sort of alluded to this thing. We just didn't know. Yeah. We don't we don't know for sure. But, um, you know, that's true. They never denied. But, you know, the thing is, is um, like I said before, we wouldn't know about August Alsina's situation if he never came out and said anything about it. So they don't share as much as we think they do. I think they just tell us what they want us to know. So you think a, a, a really good season of Red Table Talk is still, uh, still a possibility? Oh, absolutely. I, there's plenty to talk about, I think, that we don't know about them. Um, and a season of Red Table Talk, a memoir, we probably still haven't scratched the surface. You think so? I, I think so. I, I think they're just really good at keeping in what they want to keep in and, and sharing what they want to share. And that's actually a really good skill to have for a lot of uh, people who are public facing. Mm. Um, what do you think about the concept of oversharing? As a celebrity, do we know enough about them or do you think right now uh, it is a matter of oversharing? Like I've mentioned to you before, I, for instance, Nia Long said that she was coming out with a uh, her memoir, and I love Nia Long, and I feel like Nia Long has been out of the private or the public eye for so long. Just mm-hmm. in, just in terms of we don't know anything about her publicly outside of that recent uh, infidelity that she was involved in with uh, Ime Udoka. But here's the thing. She, I feel like you're so much bigger of a star when we don't know you or 100%. when we don't have access to you. And that sort of lessens the more we know about you. Is this the case with Jada? Can she still be considered one of the biggest stars, obviously, alongside Will Smith? Or is it just too much in your opinion? I think that um, we think we know everything you know <laughs> we think you know you know <laughs> right we, we think we know but we do you really know, know. Yeah. so i think in our perception we make them feel like they're they're closer to us in our perception but we like i said before we truly do not know mm-hmm. um and so when social media i think as a whole has done that just with people where we just become too familiar with people we don't know um and we assume that everything we see is them and that's it so i think we have to get out of the perception that just because people have shared anything that that is them and if that ever happens that we actually get out of that because i mean i think about it in the sense of like kim kardashian and keeping up with the kardashians reality show Mm. they film and show what they want us to know Mm -hmm. we think we know what's going on in their lives little do we know we know nothing you know (laughs) kanye is doing god knows what yeah you know we have no idea they're just showing us a morsel to make it seem like we are part of their their lives and people still consider them big stars this is true and actually they feel that they do share a lot they feel like they do put a lot of things about their lives uh maybe not oversharing but i i think they would consider the kardashians would consider themselves oversharing because they put a lot of their personal business out there i feel like that's what they say but there's a lot like things that happened at kylie jenner's house with megan the stallion didn't make the show Mm. you know we didn't know about none of that and you know things that are like kylie's not with travis scott anymore we don't know why yeah you know so there's like there's 
they let us know what they want us to know. That's true. Um, to your point about thinking that we know and we really don't know, <laughs> Jada actually said that on her post where she actually introduced that she was going to be. Um, her book, by the way, is really smooth. I like it. It's called Worthy. Um, here's a fun fact for you. Her kids, actually, Jaden and Willow, my kids went to school with them. Oh, cool. Yeah, and when they were all in elementary, they were, they were obviously older, but there was a class that they took um, where they did projects and they did this exact cover. The, the cover where her cover is a picture of her, but it's put together by so many miniature yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. of her. And when my kids, the, the wonderful teacher, uh, Carol Ann, she just put, she put this thing together when they brought that home, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Little, little pictures of so them cute. all around to create this bigger picture. And this is what she's done. And I wonder if she got that idea <laughs> from the school. But anyway, um, she says, I invite you into a journey that understandably many think they already know. The fact that I have in the last four years contributed to the creation and the purpose perpetuation of falsehoods about myself in which other untrue narratives were birthed has surely aided in the misunderstandings that surround me. I get that. I think it's, I feel like there's so much more coming. She says she is going to talk about her youth, uh, her meaningful friendships. I'm sure she's going to be talking about pop. <laughs> exactly. Uh, marriage. So what more do are we, is she going to share about Will? Motherhood. Are you going to talk about your psychedelics in there? Um, I heard self, she might. Okay. Self-betrayal <laughs> self and self-reclamation uh, are mere reflections of the adventures so many of us have taken in search of happiness. So I'm looking forward. I'm actually going to read this book. I'm still a fan of Jada. I, I'm still a fan of Red Table Talk. Yeah. And um, hopefully... I don't know what's on the other side for her. I don't know what this uh, the continuation of her stardom looks like, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna support her probably for quite some time. Kwamel uh, over in our YouTube chat says Robin hit the nail on the head. Jesus is the top thing black folks are not skeptical about. <laughs> Makes me happy. Malcolm X came along. Uh, he says he's not not Muslim by the way, and. Um, Marcus Atkins says, I thought it was an open secret that Will and Jada had an open marriage. Uh, Fahima Sex says, Red Table Talk wasn't just about their family. I often used it as a primer for girls uh, group. I, yeah, that's I what we were. With that. yeah, yeah, we were talking about. I think that it's uh, a wonderful opportunity for them to gather or just talk about world issues, things that other people might be going through that they have no relation to at all, in addition to their own things. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, so they had a Shanti sister. On there, I thought yes. that that was a great episode. Ashanti's sister, she talked about the abuse she endured, yes. and then Ashanti as her sister, how that affected their family. That was a great episode. Yeah, one of their last ones that they did. Yeah, it was a great episode, and I think it was. It's really helpful to watch all of them, the different generations. You have three generations, so how does it affect each? How can each one relate? So mm -hmm. I, it's just very different. It's unique. I will be supporting. I hope it gets juicy. Oh, I'm just playing. I ain't trying to make them go out like that. Uh, anyway, when we come forward, I did mention to you guys, we had a an interview schedule with BB. We're not doing that interview, clearly. We're continuing to talk with Stephanie O here. But uh, we will get to some music from BB on the other side. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. Right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Raw Report. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 
I truly do just love this conversation. I really do. I love the conversation that we're having. I love that you guys are all chiming in one way or the other, and <laughs> however it is that you see fit. I think it's all fun. Kwamel says, Jada is fun to watch as an actor. Yeah, not going to lie. I, I, I agree. I'm such a fan. I'm such a fan. Um, 80% of you say, yeah, okay, keep the red table talk going. I agree. Stephanie and I both, we say, like, yeah, she's yeah. got more to talk about. Um, may, think so. Maybe Willow at some point will really, like, get the reins and, and you know, take and a take hold over. of it. Yeah, we'll we don't see. know. Yeah. And, and Gammy, you know, I don't know. Gammy's out there living her best life. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and get to this Who's Got Next. It was, B- it is BB. Again, we were going to have a, a conversation with her, but we are going to enjoy her music right now. This is called Can We? I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised If I told you all the times I've been wasting waiting on somebody That I thought would finally get it right It's trial and error, now and never I swore the last one was my last I don't know where you just showed up and made me take my words back All this time I am waiting for you, baby I've been waiting for you, baby Let's 
I can't even lie. It's a whole bop. That's a whole bop. That is BB. Um, can we? She's got such a beautiful voice. Yeah, I was gonna say I love her voice. Yeah, sultry. I love a deep. You know, I love someone. I love a woman who could really tap into her deep. You know, uh. What is it, tenor? Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's great for her. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. Maybe we can get Brittany on. Or her name is B, BB. Um, that's her new moniker, by the way. Her name is actually Brittany B, but she goes by BB. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to check her out, BB is her name. You can search for her. She's done a whole ton of, a whole lot of music, a lot of great music that's out. So, definitely go ahead and check that out. Um, what I don't want you to miss, though. Because I'm excited about this one. I did not get to make it over to the screening, but that that's okay. I, I'm a support on TV because why not? That's what I do. Okay, so I want you guys to support as well. This is the um, Lifetime movie. It's a biopic of Keisha Cole. It's called This Is My Story. That's what it's called? Okay, it's called this is Keisha Cole, This Is My Story. Uh, if you don't know, Keisha Cole, the R&B singer, has a tremendously great story. It is compelling. It is deep. She had a reality show that I think so many people fell in love with her with uh, from, that, from that reality show. But already it's doing well. She had 3 million viewers over the weekend. So that is great. It's number one entertainment telecast on cable premiere. So go ahead, search it, search for it. Uh, it's on Lifetime. Again, it's called Keisha Cole. This is my story. And Keisha, by the way, is K-E-Y-S-H-I-E Cole. It's not how you think the regular Keisha mm -hmm. spelled. Well, listen, uh, it's been a great show. Uh, talking with you, Stephanie, it was always, it's so much fun. I appreciate I you coming here. on. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we definitely got to have you on more. Um, you guys, thank you so much in the YouTube comments. I'm not, I'm not going to be here. Listen, Monday and Tuesday, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be out <laughs> celebrating my 4th of July. We outside. We outside, okay? <laughs> uh, I hope you all enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Please be safe and please be a blessing to somebody. And remember, today, too, today and every day for Be a Blessing.